All right, this is episode 104 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, sitting right next to me, right next to me, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. Hey guys, what's up? It's DeQuincy. Yes, that'd be me. That would be you. This weekend, I saw week four comes out, Aquaman, in theaters, not bootleg, but in theaters. <laughs> I'm glad you, you just had to define that. Make sure you got a screener from uh, who? Who was it? Uh, my buddy Robert. He, uh, yeah. uh, he, I don't know. I didn't actually ask him uh, how he got these tickets, um, but he got them. He invited me, and I went. And we're gonna talk about it in a little bit. Oh, that's what's called a tease. Because oh, I was yeah. like, we can talk about. I haven't seen. Of course, I haven't seen it yet. The movie hasn't hit theaters. I'm like, you can spoil whatever. I'm probably still going to see it because my girlfriend has the hots for Jace Momoa, so I'm I'm, I'm oh. be dragged along. <laughs> but um, first, before we get to that, we'll, we'll start with some more good, more good DC-ness. Um, they just had the Elseworld crossovers. Sure. And um, you, you saw them today, right? Or yesterday? If, if I caught up, uh, I saw the last episode today, this morning. So I'm all caught up on Elseworlds. Um, you say good, I say okay. You okay? I say okay. Okay. Uh, let's. What didn't you like about it? What did you like? What did you like about it? I like how the WB does. I'm sorry, the CW. Yeah. Does uh, the Justice League better than um D- the DCEU? Um, I like. Go ahead. I want to hear your complaints first. Um, uh, it just was. I don't know. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't my favorite crossover storyline. It was kind of weird, you know. Just How so? This, this goofy doctor getting this all-powerful book that apparently is in existence somewhere, um, and he has the ability to change reality and um, change identities of, of everybody. Before and, we go too far, I want to remind you that on one of these shows, the main character got struck by lightning and got super. Sp- Sonic Speed. Oh, and so, one of them is an alien from a, a whole other planet that no longer exists, of course. An I, alien that somehow still looks human. Yeah, no. So, if we're going to talk about weird, as far as comic books and comic book TV shows, we're going to have to go a lot bigger than just one guy getting a mystic book. Well, I mean, if you're doing that, you're going all the way back to, what, 1939 when yes. Superman was first? Of course. Yeah. I mean, look, comics mm. and all that stuff, we, we all know it's fantasy and it's... Uh, it's not real, <laughs> okay? Just like wrestling, it's, it's <sighs> fantasy, you know. It's real to me, damn it. Right. Um, I don't know, I just didn't really care for the the villain, I guess, in this case. I mean, he was just, I don't know, kind of goofy. Um, I'm sorry, like, but I really didn't care for the, the woman that played Batwoman. I just found Ruby her, Rose? Yeah. I just really didn't care for her acting. Oh yeah, I I had. If you thought Stephen Amell was wooden, she was like an entire battleship. She uh, she was. It was like Batman stoic. I guess that's what she was trying to get, but it just it didn't play right. Yeah, because she was playing Batman. She was trying to be like it was like she was trying to be Batman as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Instead of Bruce Wayne as Batman, because if you you know, you know Bruce Wayne isn't 
the way Batman is when he's in, you know, when he's taking on the role of Batman. I mean, Bruce Wayne is a guy who is sociable, you know. Yeah, that's because Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is the mask for Batman. Batman is his real persona, and basically Bruce, Bruce Wayne is the mask he wears in public. So, you know, they have to be two different things. So, and it seemed like it felt like this woman was doing the inverse of that. Like she was real moody and just like trying to be broody, and brooding and tough, and you know, it was just kind of goofy. And it just the, the the execution of the role just wasn't to my liking. Okay. Um. I mean, the costume looked cool. Don't get me wrong. Like the the look of a Batwoman was pretty awesome to see on screen. I mean, it's it's the closest that we have to Batman being on the small screen, you know, in 2018, mm-hmm. going into 2019. Um, so that was cool. And the fact that she basically was only on this, in this three-part... You know what I don't understand? Like I mean, but you know what I don't understand? In the comic books, they do damn near everything they can to put Batman in every comic... It's the same thing Marvel does with Wolverine. He's your most popular character, so right. you pop him everywhere. Why the hell don't they do that with the TV shows? I don't understand why it's such a... It's, such a, it's taboo it, it's, it's like a directive. You can't put Batman in anything except for... Big screen. Big screen right now. Right. We're going to get to that. We're, it kind of ties into the next thing, mm-hmm. but... Um, because they might be... They might all change coming okay, up. Okay, continue. But... Um, yeah, it's 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 the closest that we're, we've gotten so far to, you know, this this in you know this universe's Batman, mm-hmm. um, you know, the CW universe basically, you know, they've already introduced everybody at this point, except for Batman, you know, I mean, and the Green Lanterns, Green Lantern which was the there's a little tease about about that. Hey, the Hawks have been there. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Um, they are completely forgettable in that first season of <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Right. Did you ever go back uh, to Legends? It. Oh I'm man! After it. literally after they got rid of the Hawks, it just it's took off. Worked. They realized this isn't working. Let's change this up, and it's they, it took off. But sorry to That's tangent. Funny. Go ahead, continue your talk. Um, so it was like again, it was cool to see the actual Batwoman costume. Um, on screen and in action, but you know th- there was all this talk of how Batwoman was coming to Elseworlds, and you know they were going to introduce this character, and then in a basically a three-hour um, uh, a three-hour miniseries, they she they showed her on screen for like ten minutes. You know, she wasn't she didn't feel as significant as they made her out to be in previews and stuff. Um, and that's maybe my main, you know, like, gripe or um, my main area of dissatisfaction is just that Batwoman was really... She was only there during the Arrow episode, if I remember correctly. Right. And... I think there was, she had a little teaser at the end of the Flash episode, and I don't think she was in it at all, the Super Supergirl episode. No. And she was only... On the Arrow episode, like, for a total of, like I said, like, ten minutes, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot going on with her. Um, so it was kind of a letdown because it was, like, you know... It's kind of, it's just she, a little tease. Yeah. Because I think there was talk about her getting her own TV show. Fine. 
let's recast. I'm sorry. I just really didn't care for this this lady. You know, let, let's let's do something different. Okay. So let's we, so let's rewind. Let's go show by show. Okay. So let's start uh, first was the Flash. Yes. So the uh, main baddie, whose name I cannot remember right now, he gets a book. Deegan. Deegan, thank you. He rewrites history. Oliver wakes up in. Um, Star City. No, oh, Central, Central City. City. Wakes well, let's start at the very beginning where they were doing at the very end of last week's episodes, mm-hmm. where. Um, John Wesley Ship, Sip Ship. Ship. John Wesley Ship um, was in character as the Flash on Earth. Earth ninety. Earth ninety. Little right. wink to the nineties Flash show. Right. Um, and he's on his, you know, he's he's on his way back to Earth one, basically to warn everybody about this book that's on its way. Mm-hmm. That's on its way. That has the ability to change everything. Um, so and that was cool, you know, just kind of you know, seeing all that and seeing that kind of set up and which really piqued my interest because it's like okay, well, you know, how powerful is is because at first I thought the guy that was holding it mm-hmm. was the bad guy, like he was the main villain. But yeah, the mon the monitor the monitor that's right. Who um, really he isn't a bad a bad guy per se. He's trying to test to find the right universe for this crisis that's coming if if you ever know the note if you ever hear the words crisis in dc something big's happening Mm -hmm. just from from now until the end of the time you hear crisis in dc some big shit is coming down the pike so he gives the book to deegan and deegan is allowed to rewrite basically all the reality on earth one correct and ollie wakes up in central city married to Iris, but not, he's Barry. Right. He looks like Oliver, yeah. the Oliver Queen that we know. He's Stephen Amell, the mm-hmm. character, the, the man Stephen Amell is now playing the role of Barry Allen. Um, everybody thinks he's Barry Allen. He has the ability of the Flash. Mm-hmm. He's photoshopped in all of the, <laughs> all <laughs> all the pictures. All yeah. The pictures. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing I was thinking that I don't think they really gave us an answer to was how come both Barry and um, Oliver, how come they're the only people that remembered? That remembered? The, the previous, before Deegan rewrit, his, rewrit history, how come they were the only two that remember their past lives? Everybody else just went on like it was a normal thing. Because they were the only ones affect, like, affected directly, I think. They were the only ones who weren't themselves. Yeah, but why were they the only two that weren't themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone else, in, there's six, uh, seven billion people on that planet. Everybody else's memories get affected, but Barry and Oliver are fine. Is it just because they're main characters, or there's, like, some bigger reason? Um, I'm going to say it's because they're main characters. Okay. <laughs> I think, um, I think, you know, you have to... Give, leave some wiggle room, you know, enough to establish that there is a problem. You know, if, if they wake up believing that they're Barry Allen and Oliver Queen when they're not, like when the audience knows that they're not, then this whole problem doesn't, you know, 
this does this isn't even a problem. It's just another. It's a new episode, or it's a different direction, yeah. or whatever. So we're just saying main main character powers oversee anything. That's what, okay. So. Yeah. All right. So he wakes up with the flash powers, and I just want to say I think he would be more if they actually you know switch powers. Oliver would be more consistent with his abilities than uh, Barry would with the flash with the arrow abilities. It just seems like uh, Oliver was able to take a grasp of it better than Barry. How so? Well, how many mistakes did... Um, I'm saying, if they actually switched powers, mm-hmm. Oliver would be a better Flash than Barry, than Barry would be an Arrow. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, well, because Oliver has... You know, he's had to adapt to change longer than Barry Allen mm-hmm. has. You know, prior to becoming Green Arrow, I mean, there was a whole five years where he wasn't the Green Arrow and he was learning to become the Green Arrow. So He was he, learning to kill. <laughs> right. He was learning how to uh, adapt to a new life, basically. And Barry Allen, um, you know, he had, to, he had to catch up, you know, literally, but... Um, he, I, I think Barry Allen now is still learning, is still adapting to being the Flash. I mean, he's he's getting the hang of being the Flash as each season goes along. He gets stronger as mm-hmm. being the Flash as each season has gone along. So I think that's why, you know, Oliver Queen, it, yeah, like I said, is, is better at the job than Barry is at his job. Only because he's had a longer time to learn how to, Adapt. Okay. All right. So moving on, we uh, we go over to Barry, uh, who uh, is training with Diggle and has hands. He was actually, you know, he took Diggle down. And, you know, if you've been watching The Flash, you know, especially with him battling Cicada, as soon as Cicada takes his powers away, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Diggle outweighs... Oliver Queen, mm. Stephen Amell, Oliver Queen by, well, we'll say maybe twenty-five pounds. Okay, I was gonna say thirty, but yeah, twenty-five to thirty pounds. But Diggle outweighs Oliver Queen, played by Grant Gustin by like, like 80, sixty. Yeah, like eighty pounds. He's the, is ridiculous. So yeah, he gets hands. Um, one other thing I love about this is it's obvious that they they didn't like um, custom make custom make the suits. Like, they didn't make a Flash suit for um, Stephen Amell, and they didn't make a, a green a green Oliver, a green arrow suit for Grant Gustin. They just gave each other a suit because Stephen Amell is, like, popping out of that damn Flash suit. And me, meanwhile, uh, Grant Gustin is, like, it's like he was wearing his older brother's clothes. He's swimming in that goddamn arrow suit. Um, what else happened on this first episode? Oh, Amazo. Yeah, that was cool. That was great. Um, and right away, they jump, you know, with Amazo, it leads them to uh, to seek out the help of, of Kara. Mm-hmm. Kara Devers, a.k.a. Supergirl. And, and Clark. Yeah, so they jump out to Earth 38, I think yes. it is. Okay, so they go there. I know I'm missing some other stuff. Oh, they get they get they get stuck in the pipeline. 
the secret prison. Right, because they're trying to convince everybody that that they're not. Yeah. That they're the other guy. Um, we find out the pipeline has toilets in it. <laughs> Their secret underground prison isn't completely inhumane. Yeah, I mean, it had to be the... We didn't know that. It was nice to see that. We don't see anything. When they put them in that damn pipeline, do they have toilets? Is there a feeding schedule? What happens? Is there a sh- yeah, there's a, is there any shower time? Do you get breaks in the yard? That's a nice little... It's, a ter- um, it's, it's like Guantanamo to the 15th degree. It's a nice little, um, you know, explanation or, or you know... <laughs> yeah, we, you can piss. Right. <laughs> um, so... Um, they finally talk. They talk to Iris. They explain to her. Barry Oliver. Barry gets through to her, explains to her. She gives them the interdimensional transport. They go to Earth thirty eight. Um, yeah, I really like the guy who plays Clark, um, Superman. Yeah, you know, this is the first time I've seen him um, in an episode. I think it's the first episode I've seen him on. In this universe, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think he's pretty cool. I think he's a, uh, I think he handled the well, the, the role really well. I mean, being cast as Superman is no joke. It is, um, you know, something that we've seen a lot of. Now we've seen a lot of people, you know, take on this role and to varying levels of varying levels of success and failure, and. To see this guy, I think the guy, I think the guy they got to, that they have playing Clark Kent, Superman, on the CW in the CW universe, I think he he fits the role well. I think he fits the universe well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not he's not a, a big looking dude like Henry Cavill is. Yeah, but that makes sense. You really don't need. Like, you don't need a super muscular guy to be Superman because he's an alien. His power comes from the sun. He's basically a super strong tank flower. Right, but <laughs> that's how he doesn't, been yeah, portrayed. Yeah, you know, but he, he really doesn't it, need to be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, and, you know, for the CW where, you know, it's all these little skinny, you know, pretty people that are on all these shows, you know, he's he fits, he fits right in. Fits right into the whole, like I said, the whole CW universe, um, and yeah. So we finally, you know, get. To oh, see I forgot! Action. I forgot to tell about the part that had me marking out. Somebody save me! Did you ever watch Smallville? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I didn't. Oh, then you missed that part when they went over and and there was the uh, the barn. That was the Smallville barn, and the oh, Smallville. Was, yes, that was the actual barn. That was the actual set. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it was a nice barn, and I, you know, for me, it was like, oh, well, they're they're in Smallville, like, I, but I didn't know they were in CW Smallville. Yes. So that was a nice little touch to us, us old Smallville lovers. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So they talk. They explain. They get everything done with Kara and um, and Clark. Um, I love the fact that. Uh, <laughs> Oliver, when he meets Superman, pumps out his chest, right. which apparently is an actual story that happened when one of the one of the guys in the writer rooms met Stephen Amell. He like puffed out his chest to you know be a little bit more intimidating. Sure. So it's like 
they must have a lot of fun. They're bringing this, you know, real life things into the oh, show. Yeah, that's that's the sign of a really good show. It's like they can, you know, the you can draw from your own experiences mm-hmm. and, and add to the flavor of the show. Yeah, very much so. Okay, keep going. What else happened? So they recruit Superman and Supergirl to go fight Amazo mm-hmm. on Earth One, and interesting, interesting character, you know. Android, robot, whatever you want to call it, that you know, it has the ability to. It, honestly, what what I when I saw that, all it had me thinking of was X Men: Days of Future Past, when the oh, future Sentinels, the Sentinels, uh, all they had to do was you know, get a glimpse of the of the mutant and could replicate their, their powers. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you hear their explanation of why he could do that? No. It's because they say he had a. Um, an advanced strain of the Mirakuru. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. So it's like, ah, oh, everything old comes back. Yes. Um, continuing on, they have a battle. With pretty that fun damn, battle. Yeah, yeah. Pretty nice battle. Um, they win, of course. The good guys always yeah. win. And uh, later on, Cisco has a, um, basically has a vibe of the monitor giving the book to... I forgot his name already again. <laughs> I, I thought it was called Diggle, but that's not Doug over there. Dagger. Dingle? Dingle? Sure. And the monitor, like, notices Cisco watching the vibe and speaks okay. to him. And. Which is always kind of weird whenever there's someone that powerful that can contact. Cisco during the vibe like he's looking back at something that's happened or is about to happen but someone is still able to contact him you mm. know during that's kind of kind of weird yeah and then Cisco vibes both bearing on Oliver and Oliver is able to see you know in the vision he sees Gotham City in the background and we finally go to Gotham City yes so what issue what other issues you have Egan. Deegan, okay. So that wraps up Flash. What other, what issues do you have about that? That episode? Mm-hmm. I mean, none, really. Um, yeah, I was okay with that episode. I think, I guess they introduced Deegan at the end. And that, you know, it's just... My lack of affinity for this character, that was really it. But Other than that, the episode was fun. It was cool. Um, yeah, you know, I was... My expectations were still pretty high, you know, mm-hmm. during, at the end of episode one. Okay, so moving on to Arrow. Is this the one you had issues with? Yeah. Okay, so we already talked about Batwoman. Is there anything else? Um, no. It was basically just how they handled Batwoman. The rest of the episode, I gotta say, was pretty awesome. I have one issue, and that was with... Um, Deegan himself, mm. if you had a book that can give you anything you want, why the hell would you just make yourself the boss at your at your at a at just a regular ass job? <laughs> I was about to say his job, but there I remember he got fired from his right. um, at the university. But yeah, he basically just became like a professor or a psychologist at Arkham. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, if I had, that's such a he rectifies it later going into Supergirl, but. If you had a book, your first your first um, <clears throat> wish 
or you would not write down yourself to be CEO of um, MD Anderson or on the board of directors. I don't know how the leadership plan or and I wouldn't make myself the goddamn mayor of Houston. I, I'd be a billionaire on my own island that no one would know about. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, look, that's part of the reason I don't really like the guy. He's just a weird guy. And a weird guy, of course, is going to pick a weird job or, you know, a, is going to pick not a weird job, but a uh, the least exciting position that, you know, possible. Yeah, a dumb position. Um, so moving on, what else happened? Oh, we got to Arkham Asylum. Yes. Uh, did you enjoy the little the of names course, on the all of them. yeah Cobblepot, uh, Nigma, uh, who else? The Bane mask was amazing. They had Mister Freeze's gun. Mister Freeze's gun. Uh, Scarecrow. Uh, the oh, let's talk about that. real quick before we get to talk what's about his name. Uh, what's the Scarecrow's name? I always forget. Uh, uh, Crane. Crane. So before we get to that, you you saw the names on the uh, doors. One of them was the name of the former showrunner. Guggenheim. Guggenheim, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that was a shout out. They were um, calling him crazy or what. But um, so both Oliver and Barry get infected with fear gas, and they have what is probably the the best fight scene that we've had this year on either show, mm -hmm. where uh, Barry as the Green Oliver takes on um, Dark Arrow, aka Malcolm Merlin. And Barry, I mean, Oliver as the Flash sees Earbore Ear Thawne reverse Flash. Right. Great fights. Yes. Um, I love how, you know, the camera work, they zoom in, they zoom out, and they would just it would just show a different, uh, switch fights repeatedly. You basically saw four different fights happening that, uh, or, no, three different three. fights happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Fear toxin is a mother. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, that was great. It was great to see um, Malcolm Merlin back. Um, I pray that he's not actually dead <laughs> on Arrow Show. I'm hoping that he comes back next season because I love that guy and I love his, that character. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what's his name? Thawne. Uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, I always forget. Uh, what's his name? He's, I mean, he's still on, on yeah. Flash. Yeah, but I everything he does... Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, Tom, Tom Cavanaugh. Whatever Thawne or um, Wells he does, mm -hmm. it's the greatest thing. <laughs> he's, he's the, I love his Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah, that is, <laughs> it's the greatest thing. But yeah, that fight scene was amazing. And then Carr just comes and apparently just punches the fear gas up out of them. I guess so. <laughs> It's like, oh, fighting, fighting, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, I'm good, shit, oh, shit, I am back. Damn, don't hit me again like that. So, after the fight, Deacon gets away, because of course. Um, they do get the, they get the book, right? Um, no. I don't think they did. They got the book, right? And then the monitor stole it back. He did, you're right. That's right. I'm I sorry. can't remember. I think S Supergirl got it from Deegan, and then the monitor mm -hmm. basically snapped his fingers and took it away. Um, I like the little flirting that's going on between Bat Batwoman and Supergirl. Batwoman's trying, 
in comic books, Bat Batwoman is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's trying to get uh, Supergirl over to the other team. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah that was... So I was that was adorable. I find it fun. Um. I think that's about it that happened in that show. Yeah, that was that was the end of the episode. Man. Oh, dig old whooping ass in that main corridor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was like, it was, at some point, you got to be like, you know what? He's knocked out six of us. Let me just lay on this ground and pretend like I'm unconscious. Let well, me that, just let yeah. me just take a nap. It's gonna. I'm gonna end up on the floor anyway. Let me just lay down and take a nap. I don't feel like taking a beating. Too. I don't feel like getting my ass whooped. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be unconscious anyway. Let it be of my own decision making. Okay. Let me be unconscious because I took a nap. Wake up. I'm refreshed. I'm back in my cell. I don't have a black eye like the rest of these fools. But I I relate. Um, that's all that happened. So moving on, to Supergirl. Issue. Oh, no, no. oh, what did I forget? The end of uh, the end of Arrow, the end of episode two. Uh, the Monitor gives the book back. Oh, all right. Right. That's the that's yeah. the biggest part of the episode. So he gets the book back, tells Deegan to think bigger, and next thing you know, Oliver and everything's yeah, everything's changed. Oliver and um, Barry are what are they, what were they called? Bandits, basically. Yeah, basically there were something twins, some, but some brother, some. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're brothers and they're... There was something twins. Yeah, there was... Thieves. Yeah, no powers, no ability, just just normal-ass people. And they're in... Were they in Central City? Yes. No, they had to be in Central or Star. Star I think they were Star City because what happened next is they get pulled over. They get stopped by the police and one of the police police officers... No, the main one was D.S., from Arrow. Right, Ricardo Diaz. <laughs> Who else was an officer? There oh, was man. Ricardo Diaz. That's the main one I remember. I don't remember anybody else. Are you sure? No, I'm saying no, I'm saying I that's the only one I remember. I'm not saying that's the only one that was there. Mm-hmm. Was it other like arrow flash villains that were arresting them? While you look at them, continue. So Diaz, he's slapping the cuffs on Oliver, and you can just see the smoldering look on Oliver's face. Like, he just wants to kill this man right here, right now, even though this version has done nothing to him. And, and what happens is Oliver, basically, he, he's able to get Diaz's gun, fires some shots, both him and Barry escape. And while they're trying to escape, they get caught. By Superman. But not Superman from Earth-38. Oh, no, no, no. It is Deegan as Superman. Which in, a, in a, like, a pretty gnarly-looking Superman suit. Yeah, that the black suit is a classic. Going back to the death of Superman and the rebirth of Superman is a classic. My question is, does Superman exist on Earth-1? Superman does not exist on Earth-1. He only exists on Earth-38. At least for the show. Did we get a reason why? Or... Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't watch Supergirl enough to know like why they've chosen only... Um, uh, why they've 
chosen or 38. I remember uh, this podcast, another podcast I was listening to, they were breaking, breaking down and they were trying to explain. Um, basically, I think they said Carr had explained in an episode that Krypton did explode, but her ship just didn't land on Earth. So by that, I think Krypton exploded, but it's possible that Clark's ship never made to Earth or it was damaged in the, um, it either flew somewhere off course mm-hmm. or it was damaged in the explosion and, he d- and died out in space. But there is no Superman on Earth thirty on Earth one. There is Krypton on Earth one. Is there? Yeah. Remember the last um, crossover, Crisis on Earth X? Was that it? Yes. Okay. When Oliver shoots evil Kara with the Krypton arrow. That's right. He had to get the Krypton from the Kryptonite from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So Kryptonite, Krypton did explode, but we just don't have Superman or Superwoman. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Are you still looking to see who was yeah. the other cops? I know there, I know there was more, but um, that's okay. You can say whatever you want. I I do not remember for life me. All I remember is Diaz because Oliver was. If looks could kill Diaz, it would have been dead seven times over. <laughs> All right, here you go, Supergirl. Should I give you a minute to keep scrolling? One second. All right. Uh, Let's see. So the only issue you had this episode was Batwoman. Yeah, uh, you know. Let me ask you, uh, why do you think Bruce left? Uh, That's interesting. Um, Why did Bruce leave? You know, they were saying Gotham had really gotten bad, but yeah. But had it gotten bad before you left, or was or is it bad because he's no longer there? I think they were saying it was because it was before he left. Oh, okay. Um, but that doesn't. I, just, I don't know. I don't understand that either. You know why they would? Um, why he would abandon ship basically? My theory is he left because Jason Todd died. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to put it in the timeline of when he would have left. So I think Jason Todd dies, and he just goes into a state of, like, depression, rage, whatever, and just basically he skips town. Mm-hmm. And they say he'd been gone for three years, I believe? Yes. Unless any Batman story you read, like he would never give up on Gotham unless it was completely something devastating happened to him. And I think that's what happened. But I, again, that's just a theory. I don't think we're ever going to find out. Because I don't think they're ever going to put Batman. Well, we're not going to see Batman in the Arrowverse anytime soon. Right. Uh, I, I guess you're right. I guess it was just Diaz was the only notable officer. Sorry. No, you're fine. All right, so moving on, we're going to Supergirl. Episode three, the conclusion. Um, 
So they're dealing with the the whole reality being changed. Uh, you know, Barry and Oliver are um, are now the trigger twins. There you go. Yeah. Jeez, that was that was just boring. That was just <laughs> gnawing at me. I couldn't yeah. remember what the hell they were. Yeah, you know, they're they're the trigger twins. Um, like you said. You know, they're, they're, they start the episode confronting the dark, um, the dark-suited Superman, the Deegan Superman. Mm -hmm. uh, Which, bravo. Congratulations on making yourself better than, you know, one psychiatrist out of a dozen at Arkham. Right. Thinking bigger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so they find a way to escape Deegan, which... Yeah, like they said, like they told him, just because you have these powers and because you have this suit doesn't make you a hero. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to be the hero. You have to be a hero as well. Like you yeah. have to grow into. Yeah, your powers don't define you. How you use them defines you. Right. And the fact that they forced him to, forced him to make a choice, either saving the children and uh, by damaging a crane that you know first to... off he damaged the crane right right <laughs> there have been in that problem he never would have been in a suit in a situation if he didn't use his you know his heat vision to damage the crane in the first place correct uh, but the, you know the fact that they found a way to escalate the situation and uh, make him choose either the crane that's going to collapse or that's collapsing or take them into custody mm-hmm uh, he didn't know how to handle it. You know, he, he chose one instead of choosing both. The hero always finds a way to choose both, uh -huh. basically. Um, so, you know, that's an interesting, you know, it's, it's a cool, that's an interesting take, you know, for them to really establish that this guy is not a hero, he's never cut out to be a hero, and, and is not going to be. And you heard Oliver after he explained to Barry that even if he had let it, the crane fall, it was just going to fall into an empty like right, lot. Right. It, the the children were never in any danger. Mm -hmm. But the idea, like the perception that it could happen, uh, you know, forced him to, to spring into action. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, everything has changed. Uh, Central City, it, they're in Central City. Yeah. The old Star Labs is now, I guess, what, Superman's... Superman's HQ. Yeah, Superman HQ, basically. Um, Diggle and... Killer Frost. Killer Frost are, you know, like, his head lieutenants running the operation with him. Uh, the girl from Supergirl. Uh, Alex. Yes. Alex or Alice? Alex. Okay. Uh, she's, you know, working for him as well. They have Supergirl captured, and she is in one of the... In one of the cells in their underground illegal prison? Is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Basically, yeah. They're running the show, and Barry and Oliver are now fugitives, and now they have... They're... In search of what's his name, Cisco, who is now a bad guy. He's like a crime boss. Yeah, it's Mr. weird. Mr. Ramon. 
it's always weird seeing Carlos Valdez play these tough guy roles. He's clearly established himself as not being a tough guy. So whenever they do that on the show, it's always just kind of uncomfortable. And I guess that's part of the point, you know. Plus, he's like 5'6", 180 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, am I too high? Yeah. If you're 5'6", wow. you're, you're probably... Oh. And you're a, you know, a geek-looking kind of guy like that, you're probably like 5'6", 140 pounds, 150. Okay. He'd be, a, he'd be kind of thick. I put too much muscle kind on him? chunky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's, you know, he's a crime boss basically because for some reason he still has his powers. Yeah. He can vibe into, basically, you know, vibe in places. It for limi- he uses it for limited uh, means. Basically breaking into banks and stealing everything he can. Yeah. Which is weird. Okay, he still has his power. Killer Frost still has her powers. But they don't show that she still has her powers. They just show that she looks like Killer Frost. Well, okay, yeah. Cause I'll, you're right. Yeah. Um... What else happened? So, by hook or by crook. Also, Jimmy um, from Super Supergirl is one of Mr. Ramon's lieutenants. Okay. The black guy. Okay. <laughs> I tried to explain to you. I was like, oh, wait, you don't watch Super. I don't watch, I don't watch Supergirl either, but I know the you know I know the basic characters. Oh, gotcha. So, that's Jimmy, um, Jimmy Olsen. Oh, okay. He was also in the uh, Crisis on Earth X. He was, what was it? Guardian, I think. Basically, Bad Oliver killed him within the first fifteen minutes of the okay. of the um, Earth X crossover. <laughs> so he gets, he gets a little shy. Oh, we've, uh, Gary from another show you don't watch, Legend of Tomorrow. He was the barkeeper, the nerdy one who won oh, autographs and pictures. Yeah. Will you watch more shows? Damn it! I'll try. You need to throw Gotham away and watch these decent shows. Okay. Hurting yourself, sir. Um, so basically they eventually are able to talk, uh, uh, Mr. Ramon to using his powers to vibe to Earth 38. Mm-hmm. To again recruit Super- Superman. <laughs> I'm sensing the theme. Um, so they're able to get Superman, come back. He's fighting evil Superman. Did you catch that little, uh... Uh, Easter egg while they were fighting and they went through the building and one of the women called Bizarro. Bizarro. I was like, oh, Bizarro exists somewhere. Um, That's that's officially an Easter egg? If you're not expecting it, it's an Easter egg. That's all I'm saying. Meanwhile... I really never knew what the definition of an Easter egg is. It's it's basically something that makes you go, oh. Oh, okay. Okay? Nice little surprise. Like that Smallville, um, the song and the, the farm... But meanwhile, while that fight's going on, Kara is again in the secret illegal detention with one with the finally recognizable bathroom, and she's trying to explain herself to Alex because in this Earth, Alex is a closeted lesbian woman, and basically, um, Kara is able to talk to her and you know explain to to her that she's from another earth she has a sister that's her and he explain and basically it's a nice touchy feely yeah. you know they connect and alex breaks her out uh what else happens 
I mean, I mean, we're just we're gonna wrap it up right here. Yeah, I mean, it basically it all leads to Barry and Barry and Oliver have to recruit Clark back to Earth One to help retrieve the book to rewrite everything back into place. And they do. They start a big battle. The you know the big final battle starts. Um, they're able to retrieve the book. Kara uh, takes it back to Superman or to Clark or yeah to Superman. He starts rewriting. He starts fixing everything because he's I guess powerful enough to handle the, the power. Yes, of the book. but also time out. He would rewrite everything as far as he knows history, right? But the only history he knows would be the history from Earth 38. Right. He wouldn't know everything that's happened on Earth 1. So I'm just, I'm just saying that because, like, that's something that I would think of, like, the writers would put in and be like, oh, there's going to be repercussions down the line because, you know, Clark Clint might have thought of something that's happened on his Earth mm-hmm. that either didn't happen on Earth 1 or happened completely different. Or I might just be reading into these things and being a complete nerd. Probably. Probably say, probably be. Because my thing would be, he's Superman. He uh, he can figure it out and, you know, like that. Yeah. You know. He can figure out that Barry and Oliver are, you know, need to be reversed. Uh, all of these people need to be reversed. And, you know, it shouldn't take him that long to, to get it right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what happens? Deegan finds way, he gets the book back and he starts, re, you know, undoing everything. Um, Barry and Kara decide to, the only way you can get the book back from the Dark Superman mm-hmm. is to slow down time. And it's for them to run each run in opposite directions of the Earth's gravitational pull to slow down time so that way Clark or so Superman can take the can he's going fast enough to take the book back and put everything back together. What Superman movie was that? Superman Where, uh, was it one or two? I think it was one. Where Superman you know flew around the world so fast he to, in reverse, to, in reverse, to turn, back. turn back time, which is not how that will work at all, and not how it should work on the DC sh- on these W CW shows. But we're gonna let it, we're gonna let it slide. Also, I understand how like okay, you got you, both of you have to run Mach seven, right? Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be faster than uh, you go that fast. It's gonna you're gonna incinerate. It's, and it's like, but Barry has the speed force. It literally protects him when he's running. It's like a shield around him, so he doesn't get hit by friction or anything like that. I think it's the... I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. But I would think it's because... um, Because of Kara, everything is slowing down. So the friction, I guess, is able to get in. The speed force... If you can run fast enough to go through time... I don't know, man. You should be able to run fast enough to, to turn back the hands of time without burning up. I'm sorry. I don't know, and I don't care enough to want to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Huh? I really, like, 
I'm not smart enough. All right, fair, fair enough. Fair um, enough. Fair, then I'm not smart enough. Yes, we can both agree. This isn't me being smart. This is just me reading a hell of a lot of Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading so much DC. The Rebirth is so. Ooh, the I'm Rebirth sure is so a, much fun. A Reddit thread that somewhere that explains everything. Yeah. I I would, but Reddit is full of Nazis, so I leave that alone. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna find crap all over. Yeah, well, let me avoid it. Well, uh, a message board somewhere. All right, so Oliver explains tells them, "Hey, you run this fast. You're both gonna die." Of course, they're like, "We have to do this. We're heroes," and they take off. And so Oliver makes a compromise with the Monitor to save Supergirl and the Flash. Do we know what that, that compromise was? We do not know. I was just going to ask her, what do you think it is? I, I don't know. Because the mo- it wouldn't be enough for the Monitor to sacrifice Oliver because he already knows that Oliver, he even said, I know that he's you're, willing, to you're, sacrifice. willing to, you're willing to die you know, to, to save the day, whatever the situation is. Um, so that wouldn't be enough. So what could that be? Who knows? The prevailing theory that I've heard is it's going to be Oliver and Felicity's marriage. Okay, we've already seen that. Yeah, we already seen. We saw it during the crossover episode. We seen in the last, I think, episode Arrow of how they're complete, like how Felicity's become different and it's yeah. becoming a strain on Oliver. And it's like, if you've been watching Arrow, you've been seeing the flash forwards that show that Oliver and Felicity are no longer together. Yeah. For whatever reason. Also, the Slash first like, oh, Felicity's dead. And it's like, again, comic book 101, no one's dead. If there's no body, they're not dead. Right. Yeah, it's... And even if there's a body, it's most likely a, a L- LMD. So you got to be careful. And Oliver Felicity, I mean, that's like most 21st century couples. Mm-hmm. On again, off again, yeah. on again, off again. They'll be off again. Yeah, Fine. let's go. Um, not much of a sacrifice. <laughs> I'm... Like, my thoughts, if he's saving, he's basically saving two lives. He's saving Barry and Carr. That means he's got to give up two lives. Right. So, their their relationship. No, I think two, I don't know when. Maybe it's, you know, we look forward to next year mm-hmm. with the next crossover. There's going to be two people who die. And, um, you know, it's going to be something, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like... Um, they have a mission. They got to send someone out and, you know, Oliver's in charge. And then, you know, time stops. The monitor comes out. He's like, well, it's time for you to choose the two that, are, that you have to sacrifice now. Isn't it, but like in the comics still, you know, they, they always tease that even, you know, even, Aven- even an Avenger can die. And they just pick somebody and call them an honor, you know, an honorary Avenger, like, they might just pick his old maid. You know, what's for what her name is? You know, the one he's that's still around. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember her name, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Someone. I think this is just. I'm just speculating. I think two people are gonna die next year, whether it's two main people or two, you know, cast offs or whatever. But they're gonna die, and it's gonna be because of Oliver's choices. Gotcha. gotcha. Again, big. That's my big theory. It more more likely, the more cor- likely answer is Oliver and Felicity's marriage okay. ends. But um, he makes a deal with a monitor. He gets that special arrow, shoots in the book, changes everything. 
Oh, I forgot. They finally get um before that they finally get '90s Flash. They're able to bring him into Earth One, and when he comes in, he explains, "I'm not Jay Garrick. I'm not your. I'm not you know Flash Dad. I am Barry Allen mm-hmm. from Earth Ninety. And he turns. He looks at John and Diggle. He's like, "Hey, John, where's your ring? Green Arrow, Green Lantern ring. Ah." John, I, I guess I'll go back and watch it. Watch that part. He yeah. He looks at Diggle. He's like, John, where's your ring? Is Diggle, does Diggle become the Green Arrow? A Green Lantern? I think, okay, so at Earth 38, he obviously is the Green Lantern. So he's John Stewart. And the actor who plays Diggle has come out and said he wants a Green a Green yeah. Lantern ring. And, you know, it. Like they explained that John's full name is John Stewart Diggle. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that, that would be a nice, you know, wrap-up for that. A wrap-up uh, uh, explanation. Be okay with that. Yes, That'd sir. be cool. I, you know, it's it's time. Like, you know, we're getting closer to Batman. So, in the, in between that time, we've got to still introduce Green Lantern. You know. Green Lantern has to come before Batman because... You think so? Yeah, because Batman is, you know, like you said, he's the most popular character. He's, you know, the most established well-known character and also we already know that batman exists right so it's like it's just a matter of when yeah you can hold him off we already we know he exists in earth one um so yeah that i was hyped for that i was like oh are they gonna give him a ring maybe next year so everything ends you know our heroes will win and at the end we see um Guy's name again. Deegan. He's in Arkham Asylum. He's gone mad. And he's in a cell next to Psycho Pirate. That's the one with the gold yeah. mask. And he's basically saying, Earth will, Earth will born, Earth will die. Blah, blah. And then we get the teaser. The, the teaser. Next year's crossover. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Now, who was, who was the, the guy with the mask? Again? Psycho Pirate. Psycho Pirate. He's able to uh, control people's emotions, I believe. Okay. And is he... Who's... Who is he a, a villain for? Batman. For Batman? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was... I was really wasn't sure who that was. Um, so he's going to play a, a, a big role. I... I have no idea. I know how it works in the comic books. Everything goes bad. Does he play a role? Ah, uh, shoot, I don't remember. I'm I'm read Crisis in so many years. So do you think? But basically, will... what Crisis does is it makes one Earth. Okay. From the multi from the multiverse becomes just one Earth. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you: Do you think all these shows share at the end of 2019? Do all these shows share? I'm sorry, share the same universe? And when I say all the shows, I mean Flash, Arrow, Legends, Supergirl, Black Lightning. It'd be a nice time. It would be... If we don't talk about that, I, I haven't caught it, but Black Lightning is in another universe separate from both the Arrowverse and uh, Super, uh, Earth 38. I wouldn't mind. I, I would be okay with that, you know, because, you know, we can... Uh, the crossovers could be a lot easier from there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Yeah, especially getting Carr. 
Yeah, and you know, you can all, I mean, how many how many more crossovers can we can we take with you know time travel and you know uh, not time travel but like universe hopping, yeah. invention hopping. Sorry. So, did you have any issues with this episode? No, it, it was it was cool. I mean, uh, some of the pacing was a little slow. I mean, it was just like pacing and, and stuff like that. But the story finished off pretty strong. Again, it was cool to see, like, if you're going to have Superman on a show, sure, he's not going to be the star, he's not going to be the the main uh, well, hero. He won't be on Supergirl. Right. Because at the um, yeah, he's going he's going away, he's going back to... Fortress? No, another planet, because Lois oh, is pregnant. Uh, Argo. Yeah, Argo. Lois is pregnant with their super baby, and he's like, you don't want those kicks. Yeah. Might rupture it or everything, so yeah, yeah. both her and um, Clark will be off world. Uh, I wouldn't mind like a limited series showing them on Argo, mm -hmm. like um, like they did with Vixen. If you do like eight episodes and put it on the CW app, yeah. And I wouldn't mind that either for uh, Batwoman doing like eight to ten episodes and doing it on the app as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're gonna, you'll have to put something there because you can't put all these. I guess you really can't put all the shows on, on television. You know, it just kind of, it kind of uh, saturates the, the whole market basically. Mm -hmm. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm fine with the way it ended. Mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty excited about the. You know, of course we have to wait a year, but. <laughs> Um, it's cool that they've, you know, they're, they're showing their hand. And yeah, they, they're calling their shot. It's like, oh, we're doing a crisis on infinite, a crisis on, uh, on infinite earth. They're calling their shot and, oh man, I forgot. Have you never read that? No. I forgot, I forgot to tell you at the end of that story, Flash dies. Mm -hmm. That's how Wally West becomes the Flash because... Uh, Barry sacrifices himself to stop the, I think it's the anti-monitor's weapon. Basically, he just runs and, and disintegrates. And then Wally takes out the mantle as Flash. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to get that. Probably not. Because I don't think they're going to let Grant Gustin go. If I if I was to call anything, I would say it would be um, uh, John Wesley Ship who sacrifices himself. I mean, he's the Flash, mm -hmm. you know, on Earth-90, so, sure. And he's Barry Allen, like you said. I don't think we're, I don't know if we're ever going to get the actress who plays Wally West to come back. Who? Uh, what's that, Keon Lonsdale, is that it? The black guy who plays Wally West on The Flash. Oh, I, I thought you said actress. I was like, I'm sorry, actor, I, I may have, but basically actor, I don't think he's coming back. Really? He's been on The Flash, you know, off and on during the season. He was there at the beginning, but he hasn't been... He took off because of, I think, the anxiety. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like... he Basically, he took off from both Flash and Legends because of mental health issues. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I don't think he's coming back, which means we may never get uh, Wally again. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh -huh. I don't know. I wasn't aware of any of that. Yeah. So, overall, how do you grade this crossover? Um, again, the whole, 
you know, being let down by the hype behind Batwoman, mm-hmm. uh, I'd still give it a, I'll give it a B minus. I give it a B plus because I agree with you. Batwoman's acting was it Ruby Rose? I think this character. Yeah. It's it. <laughs> there's a lot to be desired. Also, it, uh, even though I'm pumped for the next crossover next year, this feels like it was just it's just a beginning shot. It 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 feels like that one's gonna be the big one. This one's just a crossover to get to the next crossover. It, it's not complete. So it kind of took a it live away, but I enjoyed it. I definitely will watch it again. I really wish, uh, and I heard this on another podcast, they would put these out as a, like the crossovers as like either a box set or have on Netflix or Hulu as their own oh. their own um, category. Right. Because I hate you know going on uh, Netflix and then you know you watch the Flash and you got to stop and hop over to Arrow and then stop go Supergirl then go to Legends. It's like I. I just, can't, I just get all four episodes together so I can just watch them as one. So the CW does that. They do? Yeah, I actually have the CW app. Oh, okay. And, um, because I, I needed to, I had to, like, watch it on my phone. And so I downloaded the CW app and they have, um, you know, Arrow. They have Greenland and they have Supergirl. Mm-hmm. But they also have Elseworlds. So you click on Elseworlds and it has all three episodes. Okay, Cuba, so so I just needed to watch on the CW app, yeah. which you know, that's fine. Too. That's fine. Get your, get your view, CW. Uh, okay, so moving on, we had the highs from the DC. Let's go to a low. Did you see that Titan trailer? You know, we talked. We've talked about this so many times, and I've already been adamant that <laughs> I'm not gonna subscribe. But damn it, I'm probably gonna subscribe. The fact that they're they're advertising the season finale as Robin versus Batman. First of all, let's just say Batman versus Robin. Let's go in let's go in alphabetical order. Alphabetical order mm-hmm. and character by importance. It doesn't get any bigger than Batman, okay? Batman versus Robin. But in this case they're calling it Robin versus Batman. And you know what? As much as we've talked about it. How there's no Batman on on the small screen. Mm-hmm. That it, it it seems like they're only you can only use Batman for the big screen. Titans is breaking it. They're breaking the mold. They are doing away with taboo, and they're doing it. They're putting Batman apparently on the small screen. So you're gonna see this showdown between Batman and Robin. Um, However they go about it, but it looks like they're making Batman a, a cold-blooded killer in this in this version, and you know. But they're not ignoring the fact that Batman has never been a killer. Like there's a reason behind it. So, you know, I'm still interested now. Like all of a sudden, I'm interested. You're better than me. I am not interested in them doing this to Batman, have him just kill people. Unless it, it turns out to not be Batman, but someone pretend to be him, right. there's always a chance. But it's like, you watch that trailer, it's like, oh, Batman's, you know, he's just killing people. It's, it's murdering. It's like, I don't like this show. I don't. <laughs> you guys are trying to be dark and gritty just to be gritty, and you don't understand the spirit of your characters. 
Right. Have you watched the series? I've series? watched none of it. I will watch none of it. The only way the DC universe is going to get a dime out of me is me signing up for season three of Young Justice. And that's not until January at the earliest. I just, I've just seen just the trailers. It looks ter- It looks terrible. I've heard other podcasts when they talk about the show. It's just... I, I just don't want to spend, what is it, 10 bucks a month? Yeah. I'm not spending 10 bucks a month on something I'm not going to enjoy, you know? Well, I mean, I would just spend 10 bucks for that month and then watch it and cancel, you know? And which is crazy to think that I would just do that for one, basically one episode. Um, and like I said, they still... But I'm said, that much of a Batman fan. Yeah, I've said it before, they still don't have all the, the comic books on there. Which... Again, makes no sense. You digitalize your entire library when you move to New York to California. Mm-hmm. Why isn't everything available online right now? Right. That's DC for you. They're just behind the curve, I guess. It's like, who the hell is making decisions up there, man? You have anything? I'm, I'm just, I'm like disgusted about it. And it's like, oh, Bat, Batman's a killer. You need to go stop him. I'm like, wait a minute. In the last episode, Robin told Starfire to blow up a warehouse full of, you know, full of people. He's, his hands ain't clean either. Yeah. But Batman is expected to be violent, but not murderous. Right. You, you know, we've been conditioned that Batman is, is never going to cross that line. But um, uh, no one else is held to that standard. So yeah, he can order an instru- you know the instruction to blow up a building, but um, it's it, it doesn't have it still doesn't have the shock value that. Have you been watching? Batman? That? No, I haven't. Okay, I didn't make sure. So you know, but what I'm what I'm interested in is. Who are they going to cast? You know, who who do they have? Who you know? Who have they tapped to to play this role of, of Batman or, or Bruce Wayne or whoever? You know, it's all kind of interesting to see what you know what they're going to do. Um, which you know, again, kind of irritates me because this whole time I've said I'm not getting this, and I'm. I might get it for one month. I feel like I'm going to do that. As soon as season three of Young Justice wraps up, then I'm going to get it and watch all of those episodes in a month and then cancel it mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Uh, I'm loading up the trailer right now. Do you want to watch? Uh, if you want, that's fine. I, so who, who are we looking at? We're looking at... Uh, hold on. Sorry, beginning. Titans season finale. Oh, damn. Why do I have no sound? That's weird. Very much so. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe they heard me talk about it so much, like how I'm not going to do it, but they kind of, they, they're starting to get to me. Like the, uh, they're chipping away and I'm, I might, I might go for it and at least just get it for a month to to see what they do with this, you know, to see which direction they take 
Batman. Okay, I think that fixed it. There we go. So we're watching Titans season finale trailer. And Chase, what's up? What are you doing? Who's this kid in the wheelchair? That's Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Okay. He, and who, he's talking to he's Dick Grayson. Yeah. Gotham's got players. Commissioner Gordon's dead. Commissioner Gordon is dead. Yes. Well, I mean, he's an old man. He's got to die something. Why do people live in Gotham City in the first place? I don't understand. It's the same thing with the uh, with Elsewhere crossover where you see that 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 couple their shop they went shopping literally in an armored truck with bodyguards. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? You're rich. You can afford an armored truck and bodyguards. What the fuck do you stay here? Right. I can understand poor people being stuck there, but you got enough money. You got you got armored truck money. You got moving the f out of Gotham money. Yeah, but you can buy a lot of you know. It's affordable. It's easier to live there, I guess. Cheap, cheaper housing, and you know. you know why it's cheap? Cause people keep dying. <laughs> Batman, someone killed the Joker. If you need to come back to Gotham. No, what is this? Said someone. Batman, someone killed the Joker. Batman's going to kill the Joker. So the Joker's finally gotten to him, and he's finally gotten to, to the crack. Yeah, cross that line. So it's probably not Bruce because my problem right my problem right here is even if never call out actual names in public because you never know who's listening. Sure. That's, but again, he's a kid, so he's been robbing long enough to know that. <laughs> Bruce, uh, Batman Bruce would have pounded on his head like, when the mask is on, I'm Batman. <laughs> Continuing. Yeah, let's watch this, maybe. I don't yeah, the basically, they're showing all the bodies in Gotham. People that he's killing, he's been killing. Now, that looks like the Joker with that with that green hair in yeah. the car, but you don't know. Can't see a face, can't tell. Again, sir, you blew up a goddamn building full of people. You can't get on Batman when you've done the same damn thing. Your hands are just as bloody red as his are. Again, the mask on. Don't say my real name. So timeout. They're police running, well, basically SWAT running in Wayne Manor. Mm -hmm. Does that mean they know that he's that Bruce is Batman? Not necessarily. As far as you know, as far as they could could believe, they could believe that maybe Bruce is, you know, funding Batman. Funding Batman. Okay, because like if they know that Bruce is Batman, guess what, Dick? Your secret's coming out soon. Continuing. Uh, you. 
Did you hear that line? Robin says, mm-hmm. "You wanted, you always wanted me to give in to the darkness. You wanted me to become you, and I'm like, that is the exact opposite of what Batman wanted for Robin. He wanted him not to be like him. <laughs> That's why it was important for Robin to catch his parents, uh, catch the people who murdered his parents, so it wouldn't eat at him like he eats at Bruce Wayne every day." Mm-hmm. <sighs> And Robin versus Batman. You're <laughs> yeah, that bothers me the most. <laughs> I look how not Batman murdering scores of people, just the title. Just the title. I'm gonna look for this young justice real quick. And it's all on the DC uh, streaming service. Yeah, the DC universe. Oh, Young Justice is an animated yeah. series. Okay. That's cool. And so the first two seasons are on and you're just waiting for the third yep. to get uploaded. Oh, I'm trying to find the Batman line. Is it a... Uh, Is it an adult-oriented cartoon? No, it's 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 children watches. Oh, okay. Alright, so let me find it. I shouldn't be surprised. I did. I shouldn't be leaking the truth. So, in this scene from Young Justice, they're trying to find new members to put into the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And so they're talking about Shazam, and it comes out that Shazam's really an 11-year-old boy. <laughs> and the woman you're going to hear is Diana. Yeah. And then uh, Bruce is going to explain his reasoning. No one can leave me the truth. I did. I shouldn't be surprised, since you indoctrinated Robin into crime fighting at the ripe old age of nine. Robin needed to help bring the men who murdered his family to justice. So he could turn out like you? So that he wouldn't. That's Batman! He needs to fi- Robin needed to find the man that killed his parents so he wouldn't become like me. That's Batman. Yeah, but not this. You need to give in to the darkness. Rah, 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 rah. No, that's Batman. That's the spirit of the character. That's someone who realized that he's messed up and he doesn't want other people to become as messed up as him. That's my Batman. Hashtag that's my Batman. Hashtag that's my Bruce Wayne. I don't know what the fuck they're doing that Titan shit. Burn it to hell and send it to the ninth ring of hell in Dante's Inferno. But that line was said by a misguided teenager who who has been failed by his mentor. But doesn't but and now only believes the opposite of what he once did. Now he believes that Batman did want him to become. Batman never said there's no dialogue apparently in the show where Batman says that. So in my eyes, it's just this kid, you know, they give this kid the line to say because he's been, he, his mind is starting to, it's getting twisted by what he's seeing. He's, he's convinced 
that he actually does, like he is, uh, he's become convinced that Batman does want him to be a killer, you know, be like him. He's misguided, he's blinded mm -hmm. by the fact that Batman doesn't want him to become that. My counter, if Batman didn't want him to, come, to become that, he wouldn't be out here sawing people up with, with his battle rings. Allegedly. We'll see. Dang. You'll see. I ain't watching. <laughs> the hell with that. Um, okay, so we went to the highs, went to the lows. Let's go back up high. Let's get... We're going to go real high. Yeah, let's go to the main attraction. So like I will said, sit the, back and just let you go. The start of, like I said, the start of the show, I'll let you all know, um, it took us a while to get here, but... It's worth the wait, and, and it's Aquaman is worth seeing. Uh, man, it's okay. So I've seen Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Justice, and that's it. I didn't see Justice League. I didn't see Wonder Woman, and I just don't know when I'm gonna find time to watch them. I just I don't watch movies. I rarely make time to watch stuff. I saw Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. Oh, I didn't see Suicide Squad either. Um, but I got I got invited to go see this movie, so yeah, I made the time to go to watch it. Um, also, I got there late because it was at 7 p.m. on a Saturday night, and I left my place at 6:30, and I still got there late because of traffic. Um, the theater I was at only has one entrance to the garage, and at 7 p.m. Everybody is trying to get into the garage at the same time on a Saturday night, no less. Um, so I will say I missed probably the first 15 minutes of the movie. Oh, no. But from what I gathered, those first 15 minutes were just dedicated to an origin story. Um, basically telling the tale of Aquaman is the child of a human and an Atlantean who lives in the sea. And that's it. I'll go back and watch and make sure I'm, you know, that, you know, make sure there wasn't more, but basically it's just, we had this kid, we can't be together, I have to go, and this is Atlanta, the mom, who was played by Nicole Kidman. And that's it. But I gotta go right now. And so then you do see a few minutes of of Arthur becoming, you know, as a little boy growing into a, a younger kid and finally growing into a man. And then after that, man, they they kick it into gear right away. And the story is 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 fun. Uh, How is Jason Momoa's acting? Because I've said multiple times on this podcast, he only has two modes. Either brooding or uh, dude bro. So how was it? Mostly dude bro. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's okay. And here's the thing. They put together, they assembled a really great cast. And I think it was to, to protect Jason Momoa. Because really, this is his first true leading role. If I'm, you know, if, if I'm not wrong. Or if I'm, you know, I don't know if, if that's... This is his first, like, actual, like, true top-billed role. Um, so there's a lot of pressure behind that, but they, I think, I feel like they surrounded him with a really good cast. 
Uh, Amber Heard is in this movie. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Patrick, uh, Patrick Wilson is really good in the movie. Dolph Lundgren comes out in this movie. I was like, yeah, it was, it was Dolph Lundgren. It was awesome to see him. I feel like I should bleep that out. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, Dolph Lundgren's cool. Um, no, because I don't know if people knew he was going to be in the movie. I think they did. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, look. You know, he, screw it. I'll let it go. He, it's not like a, it's a cameo. Like, he's, he's in the movie. Um, man, visually, this movie is awesome. And there's very few scenes where, there's very few scenes in this movie that, like, you're, you're watching it and you can tell that it's all green screen. Even the stuff that's so obviously CGI mm-hmm. and green screen still look really cool. So it doesn't stick out. It, and considering most of this takes place in the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> you would think it's just overdone with the, with the graphics and effects. And I, I guess it is, but it still looks awesome. It doesn't look cheesy or terrible at all the the effects are the visuals are really awesome uh the action sequences underwater are amazing jason momoa's power is incredible and it's just a really fun movie man and there's a few cheesy lines they were just like, eh, you know, it's just him being a dude, bro. But other than that, it's a it's a pretty cool movie. Um, the the struggle that he has to go through, um, watching him develop from just this guy who has these abilities and actually hates a lot of things because of. Certain circumstances. Um, and watching him evolve into this hero, you know, it was it was cool. It wasn't... Um, yeah, it was... I don't want to say believable because it's a comic book <laughs> movie, but it was... Um, it's like you, you watch it and it's like, okay, yeah, it makes sense that he would become the, the leader and hero that he is. And, um, it, it's, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, you know, <clears throat> again, the movie hasn't even come out yet, so... Well, it I hasn't really come out yet over here in America. It's already made $261 million worldwide. And that I was, was in China, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it's already, it's like, I think it's like Eclipse, Wonder Woman's um, opening day. Wow. Or opening weekend, rather. But that's crazy. Yeah, I think it's going to do really well. Um, yeah, I don't like I said, I don't really want to talk about the plot too much because it's like the movie hasn't even come out. Yeah, in China, it overtook the entire lifetime gross of Wonder Woman in just three days. Yeah. By Thursday, its fifth day of release, the film had made $135 million, surpassing the lifetime totals of every solo Marvel film in China. Wow, that is impressive. That's a big win for DC. Mm-hmm, yes. Warner Brothers, I guess. Um, 
this is going to be, I think it's going to be a big win. It's already a big win, but at least, I mean, in the States where it really counts, it's going to be a big win for, for WB, DC, whoever, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, it. It was, it was a nice break away from the Batman, from, not Batman, but from the super, you know, basically from Zack Snyder directed films. The Murderverse. Yeah, and, and look, he is a, a producer in the movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, his wife are producers on this film, but you can tell they, you know, their influence is very minimal. You can tell because you can actually see colors. Right. There's multiple colors. It's not just all red, black, gray, and super black. And I was really surprised. Um, I was really surprised by the. What is it? The credentials of the director, James Wan. Mm -hmm. He's directed like every horror movie of like the past ten years, from the Insidious franchise to what is it, Annabelle, and apparently he's he he's directed all of the Saw films. Saw. He created the puppet from Saw. Let's see, Insidious, The Conjuring. Furious Seven, <laughs> The Conjuring yeah. Two. He's been in horror, but he's made he made Furious Seven and Aquaman. That's... And it still felt like a comic book movie. Mm -hmm. It was just a. I mean, man, like I said, I can't I can't say enough good things about this movie. Um, and especially for a character that isn't Batman and Superman, it's it was yeah, good. it's Aquaman. If you told me a year ago that Aquaman was gonna be better than, or you told me three, four years ago that Aquaman was gonna be better than any Superman or Batman movie the DCEU made, I'd have laughed and slapped you for disrespecting my time. Especially because it's Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman has been the butt of every joke, every joke in comic book related pop culture for years now and I guess they finally found a way to make Aquaman kind of cool because if you think about it having the ability to live underwater to you know control mammal water control, control animals underwater control animals underwater communicate with animals underwater to be as powerful as he is underwater that's, um, that's oh, and being a friggin' king. Yeah. It is... Uh, it's about time that, you know, they, they have written that wrong. Or rewritten that wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But there's no way... And I guess, you know, having Jason Momoa, this dude bro, kind of cool guy or whatever. How old do you think Jason Momoa is? Isn't he like 37 or something like that? 39. Yeah. Sneaky old. Another one of those James Paxson all-stars. Yeah, Sneaky he's, old. He's 39. His wife is like 50. And her daughter, his stepdaughter, is like 24, 26. Zoe Kravitz, I yeah. believe. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's really weird. Like, they're all like within like 10 years of each other. <laughs> yeah. It's just so bizarre. Um, you know, having, casting him to kind of make... Aquaman cool helps. Um, and I guess 
I guess I couldn't imagine anybody else playing him now. Like, I think he, he fits the role well. And... And he's a... You know what? And he's a different hero than Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. You know, Batman, Superman. You know, again, because he's like this... Again, he's a dude bro. He's kind of... Like... He knows he's a big guy, and he knows he can drink with the best of them, and, you know, he knows he's a badass, mm -hmm. and he doesn't mind, um, not showing it off, but he doesn't mind hiding, hiding it. <laughs> he doesn't mind hiding it, like Clark Kent does, you know, wearing, wearing the, a fedora and, and thick eyeglasses and or Bruce Wayne who pretends to be happy and rich <laughs> yeah. yeah you know he doesn't have much on land so he's gonna be a regular guy he's a regular guy essentially as much as as much as he's not as much as a king can be <laughs> right. all right well that's awesome I'm interested in seeing that movie um which is again a weird thing for me to say about Aquaman I mean, yeah but there, there's, there been a lot of, there can be a lot of good movies coming out this December. We got Aquaman, Spider Man, Into the Spider Verse, which everybody said is maybe the best comic book movie ever. Every like comic book writer, uh, creator, draw whatever, Marvel, DC, third party who've gone to see this movie have raved about it. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, what's his name, Brian Michael Bendis. Um, Dan Slott, uh, what's his name, writes uh, the Batman right now. Mark Bernadine? I think Mark Bernadine. Uh, no, I can't remember who writes Kevin that. Smith. Kevin gave, Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. review on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think across the board, everybody is really excited about the movie. Um, and a lot of people are saying. Tom King, that's his name. Tom King. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's. One of the best Stanley cameos around. Yeah, and it's apparently it's a very fitting Stanley cameo, like his first cameo since he, you know, passed away. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's that's you know good for for the Spider Verse. Yeah, I also think that Mary Poppins movies is is gonna do gangbusters. Really? Yeah. I guess. Mary Poppins is popular. Emily Blunt and um, what's his name, Lynn uh, Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's in it. And Dick Van Dyke is in it. Is he really? I believe I saw him in the trailer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's tap dancing like he did in the original one. Oh, he yeah, is like ninety, but yeah, he's up there. But yeah, I think it's going. I think that's what? why they have Lynn Manuel Miranda. Miranda yeah. Man, there's some shoes. other movie that was that I thought would be good, but I can't think of it at the time. But yeah, December's packed right now. It's like as soon as you get, uh, you know, you're done being around your family, go to you have your choice in movies. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty out there coming mm -hmm. up. Um, I know we've been, it's all been DC mostly, but I guess we should talk about it since we are talking about comics and comics and stuff. What did you think of the uh, in-game trailer? Avengers Endgame finally came out this week. I've told this, I've said it to you, I've said it online, I'll say it here. 
they didn't have to give me a trailer. They know I'm in there. <laughs> they know I'm in. They know again. It is Disney's money. I'm just holding it in my wallet for them. So they know I'm going to be there. Um, I'm ex. I can't believe we didn't talk about this last time. Or no, because the trailer didn't come out. Yet. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah, on Monday. Um, Monday. Yeah, after. Yeah, it came out after uh, Bush's funeral. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I am. The words escape me. It, um, I like the fact that um, Thanos has his like has his armor hanging up like his Jordan from the Bulls. He's retired. He's become a simple farmer. Become a scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. In fact, let me go find the trailer. I mean, they, they, um, they still make it, like, they still made it interesting. It's like, there's no, uh, there's a lot of, um, a lot, you know, a lot left to be desired from this trailer. It's like. Who's, who's, whose role is what in, in this movie? You know, and how are they going to get back to it? And hey, Miss Potts. Playing trailer right recording. now. Don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. I flew more than ran out four days ago. How do we know she survived? I was just thinking the same thing. I was just... You read my damn mind. It's like, it'd be, it'd be terrible if he made that message. And he sent that message and it, he never received. Was never received. He dies and she never... We know that she's, he's going to survive, but like, if he was to die and she never saw that message because she was already gone in the snapping. Mm -hmm. But if I remember correctly, she's in the movie because she's playing Rescue. So she is a, she survived the snapping. Continue. First off, Marvel, your dicks for that opening where you turned Marvel Studios to dust. I'm still not over Infinity War. How dare you? Up in the Thanos. rafters, Thanos armor. Thanos scarcely. Exactly what he said he was gonna do. He wiped out. Clean shaven. See, sad is sad. Now, did he shave for the funeral? Mm. There was a lot of funerals. So, this has been a point of contention. Yeah. <laughs> Half the earth is a grave. The um, point of contention right here, where it's um, right now, is Bruce. He's standing in the office. He's looking at names of Avengers. And basically, has an, it says right now, it has Scott Lane missing. In the back, it says Shuri missing. I think the next one is. Yeah, Peter Parker missing. And people have taken me, oh, Shuri's dead, and, and, you know, and everything. And what I want to say right now is that Marvel lies in his trailers. Yeah. You remember Avenger, the Infinity War trailer, at the end when they had the battle, 
they were all running, you know, it was Black Panther, Steve, um, Bucky, uh, uh, what's her name? Black Widow, they were all running to battle, and behind them was the Hulk, right. and the Hulk ass never touched down in Wakanda. And there was another scene where uh, Thanos got one of the stones, and in the trailer, it showed he only had one stone plus the one he was putting in. But when we went to, we saw the movie, he had already had, I believe he had three, and he, that was his fourth one. So, I was going to say, whatever they're showing you on these trailers, they're showing to just, it's, mis, it's misinformation. Some of the stuff may not even be in the movie. Right. It's going to be maybe the CGI. Right now, we're seeing Scott Lang and Tony Park, uh, but, um, Peter Parker, when we get to the movie, you don't know who it might be up there. So just take all these trailers with a grain of salt. That's all I'm saying. We lost. All of us. Why Thor, Thor looks like he about to go um, on eight mile battle rapping? What's there, what's there left to do? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Take a new career. We lost friends. Y'all gonna put respect on Hawkeye's name. He's now in what's called um, Ronan, his Ronan character, which is a character um, that he took up in the comics when after he died, he came back and he became Ronan, but basically like ninja, which leads me to believe that during the family war when he he was at home with his family and when the snap happened they all went to, they all went to us is he lost the family. he lost everything now what about the ronin from guardians of the galaxy like why why are they called him ronin when they've already established you know the guardians ronin oh ronin that garden that's his actual name a ronin is um as uh, a japanese term for oh, a yeah for a um an apprentice under a sensei. Okay. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. I want to know how he escapes the, um, I almost said Phantom So He escaped the quantum realm because mm -hmm. he was stuck in there after Ant-Man Ant 2. Yeah, after Ant-Man and the right, Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Man, April can't get here soon enough. No. But then again, April is just around the corner as well. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be... Oof. It's exciting. Yeah. If this is the... The end? It, it, the end game, but is this the end of uh, Steve and Tony? You know, um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. I will cry in that theater. I'm not even gonna lie. I will cry in that theater because having you know those guys 
being consistent in our lives for 10 years, mm -hmm. it's, it's just been a joy to watch them. Yeah, I mean, we've already seen multiple Peter Parkers. We've seen multiple Bruce Banners. Mm -hmm. But there's only one Tony Stark, and there's only one Steve Rogers. Yeah, they've, they've yeah. maintained the whole mm -hmm. time. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I'm just excited, man. Yeah, man, this is a good way to. Uh... I mean, we got Aquaman this month, and then Aquaman, Spider Man this month, March Captain Marvel, mm -hmm. and then April we got um, Avengers. Avengers. Endgame. Oh, a movie I forgot. Deadpool. Once upon a Deadpool. Oh yeah. So what is that about? Like, is it a? It's a PG thirteen. It's a PG thirteen Deadpool, which basically is they took Deadpool two. Chopped out the naughty bits, and it's like Deadpool telling the story to a grown uh, Fred Savage in his bed. Oh, okay. Oh, a Fred Savage that he kidnapped. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. Mm hmm. It'll probably do numbers as well. I, they had the, um, what was it? They had a commercial, and and uh, Fred was locked in, and was trapped out of his bed. He's like, Why are you doing this? And Deadpool goes, Because. What do you say? Because money. Also because Disney. <laughs> so let's see. I think Disney is looking to see if they can make Deadpool PG-13. Because there's, there's going to be a Deadpool 3. Disney may be many things, but stupid they are not. They're here to make money. So there will definitely be a PG, uh, a Deadpool 3. They're just trying to see if they can pass as PG-13 or R. Right. I think you've got to keep it R. I think so, Alright, All right, man. Anything else from you? No, this is this is a fun one. I, I like. Uh, I was actually able to kind of keep up with you in terms of the comic book nerd stuff. Um, as much as I like it, I don't keep up with it enough. So. Yes. Next time, I must bury you. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. thanks again, as always, for tuning in. Uh, yeah, I think we got what one more episode for 2018. At least, yeah. Yeah, we'll try to do one more and then take a break until 2019. Sounds good. Yeah, all right. Well, anything you want to say to the peeps? Thank you as always for tuning in. I love you. Yeah, love you dearly. Kind of get out of here. All right, for Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies. <laughs>